Hello, friends and neighbors, and thanks for joining us for episode 49 of Ray and Benny Talk Sports. You might as well do it. Uh, the 49er edition? Yeah, sounds like a good one. You need to elaborate on that anymore? I don't think so. I think people know at this point. <laughs> Uh, We got CFL Week 9 matchup and predictions coming, previews and predictions for the Week 9 matchups. And we're also going to look at the top four running backs going into 2022 in the NFL as camps continue. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. It takes two seconds. Uh, It's a huge deal and it helps us grow the channel. Where can they find us on social media, Benny? You can find us at Ray Benny Sports. We are on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and don't forget to follow, subscribe, because we do have a pair of tickets that we're going to be giving away. The next home game. Yep, next week. That's going to be a good one. Should August be the 11, rematch. 7.30, oh boy. Let's talk about this matchup then. Week 9, starting a Thursday night. Winnipeg at Montreal. Oh man, this is going to be a feast on the East again, I think. Yeah, before we get into our predictions here, I'm going to give us our our win-loss record so far uh, this season, starting from about week four, I believe, of the CFL season. Uh, So far, you got the slight lead. You're 12-7, and and I'm 11-8. and That's some good stuff right there. Yeah, not bad. We're above 500. We're above 500. That's always a good thing. That's always a good thing. Talking about above 500, the Bombers are 100-5-0 on the road, all of them against the East. And uh, yeah. I think that trend's going to continue this week. Poor, poor Montreal. Yeah, well, five and zero. Oh, uh, wouldn't one of them be against Calgary? They just beat Calgary on the road. Oh, right? they just beat Calgary. Sorry, <laughs> forgot about that. It's like something doesn't seem right. But uh, well, Gary Stern, owner of the Alouettes, said they will uh, win this game. He has to. He's the owner. He'd <laughs> be foolish to say anything different. Yeah, I like his bravado. Most owners won't even say anything at all, right? They'll just they'll just sit back. But I, he's trying to build something there and. I have no problem with it. You know, it's good to have an owner kind of get a little bit vocal on Twitter and engage yeah, with fans and stuff. I'm liking this dude. He is engaging. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nothing out of line, right? I mean, it's it's all in good fun. And, hey, why not? I mean, the Bombers are 8-0. The Owls are, what, 2-5? and five. Yeah. You want to get some hype up. You want you want to make fans believe, hey, your team could win. Yeah. I don't expect Montreal to win. No. But, but, again, it's one of those games where we've seen the Bombers play down to sometimes their opponents, right? Yeah. And it's on the road in Montreal. Yeah, they're they're five and zero on the road. But sometimes when they go to these places, you know, it's it's not the same Bomber team that we see that beat BC in Calgary twice, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting, and in a short week as well. Again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they just have to weather the storm. You know, if Montreal's smart, they'll come out and try and get get uh, Weineke involved. They have to. Uh, Calgary can even get two receivers really going. Bagleton an okay game with like, about seventy yards, but nothing big. Where was Malik Henry? Where was Malik Henry? 40, 50 Yeah, yards, considering maybe? the season he's had, yeah. Yeah, so Montreal definitely has to get a second threat out there. They can't depend on one threat, and they got to get the run game going. Just run. Just just run. Just run, yeah. yeah. And, and if you get into Bomber territory, they need a TD. They Absolutely. Can't, they can't do the Calgary way and settle for field goals and think, hey, this is going to be okay, we'll score later. Yeah. No, you, you're going to need to get in there. You're going to need to score right away. Jeff Code is back at least. Oh boy. Ellingson's still out, but at least Jeff Code's back for that D. So that's going to make things tougher on Harris as well. So that O line for Montreal is going to need to be strong. Um, yeah. Like we talked talk about the, the games. Uh, this is the second game in six days for the Bombers, third yeah. and 14, uh, all on the road and all in different time zones. So 
it'll be an interesting to see how they come out uh, tomorrow. But you know they're going to want to go into that bye week still undefeated. Yeah, and that's and still two weeks uh, away. I, I think they're really vulnerable on the O line and the secondary because I think without stats backing me up, but I think that those are the units that rotate the least uh, in the game. Uh, so I, I'm really hoping that O line can continue and gain that momentum with the running game they got last week. Uh, they blocked really well. Uh, but that's tough. Nine games, no buy, two and six days. Uh, I do think it, it'll take time by they get them warmed up, and uh, hopefully they can weather a storm if Montreal keeps or Terrace continues to to be cool with the ball. But Montreal's defense really sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> since they uh, since they like Miles Barron go, uh, 24. That's a lot of points against the yeah. Elks, Red Blacks, and Tiger Cats. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So you you would expect this bomber offense who rolled pretty good in Calgary last week to keep rolling this week against that D. I hope uh, so. Galaros, I mean, he's been in, in those games against BC and Calgary. He's had a very good season otherwise, but in those those games, he's been fantastic. He likes those big uh, games. Yeah, he loves it. He steps up, man. And the bombers are twenty five and two with him as a starter. And one of those losses came because they rested him halfway through the game. Yeah. So really, they've only lost one game with him as a starter. So if he can get rolling early, it's one of those games where you almost want the Bombers to blow out Montreal so they can rest some guys at some point. Yeah. Because none, none of the games have been blowouts, right? For the most part, I mean, BC1 was ended up being a blowout. Yeah. Um, but it was still Claros in for the whole game pretty much, right? So you, you wouldn't mind seeing a game maybe where Claros can get out of there even in the third quarter or early fourth quarter or something like that and take a break. Yeah, let's just get out of there with a win and no That's injuries. True. Get the W. Yeah, yeah, no injuries. My goodness. Bomber D is allowing less than two passing touchdowns a game. Yeah. The CFL? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Come on. I'm assuming we're both picking Winnipeg to win here. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You're For not sure. you're not going with uh, Gary Stern? No, I can't I can't I can't <laughs> go with my boy Gary Stern. Sorry, Gary. Not this week. Uh, Not even your boy, Machocha? Your boy, Machocha. We all know that's true. Don't <laughs> lie. Let's move on to Calgary and Ottawa. Ugh. Two, you know what? This is going to be too much anger, too much talent. Uh, I'm going with Calgary on this one. I think they're going to be upset for losing two in a row. They're losing, lost a game that they probably should have won at home, didn't finish drives. They're going to finish them on Ottawa. I think Ottawa's in trouble. Yeah, they could they could bring the pain on Ottawa, just like you say, just to get that that anger out of their system. But yeah. is Bo Levi over losing to Winnipeg? Is he can he focus on his next few games? Because he's already looking ahead to the playoffs and when he gets another chance to beat the bombers. So Yeah, he's a veteran. Him and Dickinson. Yeah. It's, it's all good, I think. I think so. Is uh Kadeem Carey have they he's missed practices this week, so I don't know, uh, is he playing yet? Or we guess we don't know yet. Uh, the running back that, a hamstring? But... A running back a hamstring, even if that uh even if he's not full with a hamstring fully rested, that thing can just be aggravated on the first play again. So that's that's a tough one. Yeah, I could see him missing this game for that. I, I'm going to pick Calgary as well, even yeah. even if the game's in Ottawa. Um, Caleb Evans has impressed me. He's looked pretty good uh, since taking over from Azoli. Uh, almost 600 yards, three TDs over the last two games. So you know, it's it's a good start for him in his in his career. So. Yeah. We'll see on this Calgary D who got beat up last week against the Bombers. They're going to come out as well, probably firing on all cylinders and hope to stop this Ottawa team. So yeah. I don't expect much out of Ottawa in this game. Maybe they'll keep it close, but like you say, Calgary is going to bring the pain. 
Yeah, Bo Levi Mitchell about to pass Henry Burris for Calgary's all-time leading passer with about oh, 140 yards he needs. So that's pretty impressive. You would think he's going to get that Friday night. Yeah, I don't even think I don't even think missing Dave Dickens this week due to COVID protocols is going to hamper anything. Is he out? I didn't even see that. Yeah, he's taking a break. Yeah. He has to be away from the facility, but I don't think that's going to change anything. They're fine. No. Lapa will make enough mistakes for Calgary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm going to take Calgary. Yeah, I will agree with you on that one. All right. All right. Who do you got in the Hamilton-Toronto matchup, the first out of four out of the next five weeks that these teams are meeting? Like, can I... These schedule makers, man, before you give me the pick, you know, how is this? And how is it they schedule it that they don't get the rematch after Labor Day? I know I made this mistake with Edmonton Calgary, but this is absolutely true. They are not, they don't get the rematch. That's like, That's you, have, you have three teams that don't have a set uh, rivalry, BC, Montreal, Ottawa. Rotate those guys to have a, it's just, anyways, who do you have in this matchup? Stupid. I totally agree with that. The Labor Day games and the rematch were always a highlight. It wasn't just one, the Labor Day game. It was always, hey, if I we beat you this week, we got a chance to get you back next week. And, and as fans, you wanted that too, right? You wanted to get yeah. that revenge on the team for beating you. So, yeah, that's terrible that they took that away from these guys. Um, I'm going to take Hamilton in this one. Um, you know, their, their D continues to actually play at a pretty good level. Yeah. Uh, Toronto's offense is hit and miss. They've had some wicked games, and then they've had some piss-poor games. Um, both of them are pretty terrible at the turnovers. Yes. So, you know, uh, Toronto's minus 10, Hamilton's minus 12. So, mm-hmm. and, and so you know, I, I could see both of those offenses making mistakes, uh, but Hamilton D, uh, D doing enough to help them get the victory. Yeah. Uh, uh, until they get some kind of Chad Kelly package going, they're going to be so predictable. And uh, the, their play calling is, you know, talk about vanilla. Uh, once you put a whole bunch of people in the box and stop Andrew Harris, they're screwed. They're screwed. Yeah. Uh, three last names. Uh, what's his real name, bro? McLeod uh, Bethel uh, Thompson. McLeod Bethel Thompson. He's McLeod, not did you say? <laughs> no, but I should. That's coming up. That's coming up. If he gets swept here by Hamilton, he might be McLeod. But uh, he's not it. And they really got to bring in some, maybe do the Hamilton thing. Have a two quarterback system. Have a different guy that can run the ball, stretch it out, bring in, you know, maybe that is it because I don't think he can do it, especially without a running game. Uh, yeah. So how, gonna, how, mu- gonna... how much of is it a shot to Dane Evans here that he can't do it on his own, that he now has to get uh, Schiltz, right? Not Schlitz, Schiltz uh, coming into the game to help him out here and there. Yeah. He says like he's the... okay with it. I can't see any quarterback actually being okay with something like that. Like you know, being okay with a guy coming in on the short yarded stuff, sure. But when a yeah. guy comes in and does more and more, um, I know the Bombers did that with Claros and Streveler when Streveler was still here. But that was also Claros still getting used to the team and, and Streveler actually bringing something different to this team. But, yeah. you know, and David Adams was supposed to take over this team and they picked him over Mazzoli to not do this two quarterback system anymore. And now the only way they can win is by going back to it, possibly. So it'll be interesting how long that can last and how short the leash then would be for Evans uh, if he keeps throwing turnovers or throwing interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept. Did he throw any picks last game? I don't think so, but he didn't have a lot of yards altogether. So Yeah, it was a pretty safe one. It was a yeah. pretty safe one. So maybe that's how he gains his confidence because that's how he gains his confidence in the past couple of years. He hasn't been full-time starter. He gets hot at the end of the year, and that's who it is, right? 
Yeah, and, uh, and even though this game is in Toronto, there's going to be probably a lot of Hamilton fans going over. So Yeah, I don't believe in Toronto. They look really bad. These yeah. teams are trending in two different directions. Is there a Kahari factor? It could be. Open up the offense, maybe saying little things here and there. I don't know. Who knows? So Hamilton for you, Hamilton for me. Yep. All right. All right. So far, we're all the same here. Let's look at the last matchup. Edmonton at BC. I have a feeling we're going to take the same team right here, too. But you can go ahead and tell us who you're taking there. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm taking BC. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. BC, they're 3-1 and one at home. I know Edmonton's two wins have come on a road. So that's a good thing for them. But Burnham's back at practice. Uh, Nathan Rourke was top performer of the week. Yeah, Taylor Cornelius had a good game against the Bombers and looks promising. But I'm still going to go with uh, BC in this one. Yeah, let me take a second. Uh, there's these people online trying to say that, oh, Rourke, what he's doing isn't historic. Now, y'all got to shut up about that noise. This is a Canadian quarterback who's averaging more than 320 yards per game, leads the league in passing TDs, uh with two less games than the leader uh he has four rushing tds of his own just shut up this is a historic run by a canadian quarterback this argument about oh he's never played a winning team that's not his fault there's still no excuse for other teams letting this guy go nuts on them so in there i let i get let that go out a little bit i have to get that off my chest if, if, he, if he's terrible, then he'd be struggling against these lower-rung teams as well. Because yeah. what quarterback goes out and you know can pound these lower-rung teams uh, in his first year? Second year. You know? Second, yeah, sorry. Um, starter. Right, yeah. So, you know, it's like, give the guy some credit. I totally agree with you. And let's not rain down on or try to, I don't know, like, why do we have to bring this guy down? Let's bring him up. Absolutely. Let's encourage this stuff. Let's, let's get Canadian QBs more... Uh, in this league yeah you know it's uh, they've always been swept under the rug and pushed to the back or you know you're not good enough because you're canadian so let's celebrate this guy for doing what he's doing absolutely let him play out the season let's see where it ends up at the end of the season and then you know you can criticize him here and there but i don't know this is great for the league no matter what the hate is stupid it does and as a bomber fan and as much as i'd rather see bc lose i like watching what rourke's been doing heck yeah why not as long as Bombers keep winning, exactly. sure, they can trail behind a little bit. They can trail a little behind, and we can watch and enjoy them finally have a good time in BC and hopefully get a crowd up. Yeah. Stop this stupidity. Uh, Darrell Walker's coming back for this game. No, I don't know. Mike, Mike gives some Cornelius some underneath routes, some underneath options. Uh, your boy, Jordan Reeves, Willard Reeves' son, coming back at defensive end. I don't know how much that might make a difference. Maybe a little more on special teams, but he's back. Is he actually game. playing? He's back? Uh, he's, he's, back. he's mainly special he's teams back. guy, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think this is going to be a 59-15 game like it was in week no. one. Uh, Edmonton's actually a much better team than that. Their defense is better. Uh, and I think Chris Jones will give Rourke some trouble with some interesting looks, but in the end, it's going to be BC at home. Yeah, totally agree with that. And I agree also that G- Jones will probably be a little bit more ready for work this time. Yeah. And chuck some stuff out of him that maybe he's never seen or whatever. But we've seen Rourke. He's been able to overcome some of that stuff for the most part, besides yeah. the bomber game, really. And he still threw three TDs in that bomber game, too. So Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this hate. I'm so really we went down and we made all the same picks. All right. So, uh, yeah, it will be all the same going to next week. Uh, friends and neighbors, don't forget to leave your like if you agree or don't agree. Then 
don't put a thumb down. Please don't do that. But leave no. a comment. See what tell you what are, tell us what your predictions are this week. Uh, let's talk up some NFL football as we get excited for this season. When's preseason start next week? No, there's a game I believe probably tomorrow. The um, is it tomorrow? Uh, what's it called? The Hall of Fame game. Who's playing in it this year? Jeez. It Oakland? doesn't matter who's playing in it. Yeah, year. Oakland and uh, someone. No, Oakland. Las Vegas, I mean. Oh, that's still. You see that shield? It's Oakland. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a black hole. Uh, so let's talk about the four top running backs we believe going into 2022. Uh, you want to start with one? One, one, one? Holy yeah, God. you go ahead first. Uh, Probably... You know, I got Jonathan Taylor in there. Yeah, I was just going to say, we probably agree on the first one anyways here. So 1,800 yards. Yeah, I got Jonathan Taylor there as well. So When you win the rushing title by more than 500 yards, <laughs> yeah, you're up there. 18 touchdowns? Yeah. 18 on. touchdowns, 14 runs of 20-plus yards, five of over 40. So, yeah, he had a pretty wicked season. And if you had him in fantasy football, you were in love with him. Yeah, right away. <laughs> who, do you, who else you got on that list? Uh, I'm still going to stick with uh, Derrick Henry, even though he got hurt last year. Nah, man. He, I, in, until I can see out of a full season of him not being able to do what he can do, then then I'll, I'll knock him off this list, man. But he's still a beast out there. Yeah. I. You know what? I'm not saying that. He, he's not good. He's crazy. He's averaging at like 115, 116 yards a game before he got hurt. He had still 10 <laughs> touchdowns in eight games. That's more than a touchdown a game. Yeah, he was, on a, he was on a wicked pace and may have challenged Taylor at least, or give Taylor oh, more of a challenge for sure in, in that season. Absolutely. So, but this guy's gotten a, a foot injury. He's had a knee injury, I believe, in university on the same leg, and they really, you know, work him hard. Oh, they pound him into the ground, man. So I, I left him off my list. I left him off my list, but I did put Nick Chubb on that list. He's just an old school RB, you know, averages five, five and a half. He reminds me of your boy Frank Gore, to be honest with you, the way that guy runs. Yeah, I actually got Nick Chubb on my list as well. Um, and again, the same with him. He had he had twelve, uh, almost twelve hundred sixty yards on only two hundred twenty eight carries. Yeah, um, and, you know, and, and and twelve twenty plus runs as well. And, and he's sharing the backfield with Hunt. Like if they yeah. if they actually gave him the Derrick Henry treatment or the Jonathan Taylor treatment, he'd yeah, he'd probably be the top rusher in the league yeah. uh, but he is limited because of hunt and, and whatever else there so but I, I do agree with you on nick chubb do you think maybe having hunt in there keeps him fresh for the larger the larger chunks of the yards it it does i mean quite a bit because there's there's times where he'll have a big chunk yard or cleveland and i know this because i have nick chubb on my fantasy football team so i watch it a lot and i get frustrated anytime they get inside the 20 yeah, Which is yeah. funny because that's where Derek, that's where Derek Henry's zone is inside the twenty. Nick Chubb comes out and it's Cream Hunt in there. And it's like, well, okay, well Nick Nick Chubb did all the work to get you down there, and now you got Hunt in there. But they, they could very well be Hunt. Uh, Hunt helps him out and keeps him fresh and keeps him going. But he is just an so. awesome running back to watch, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Who you got next on your list? Well, if that's that's three for me already, there I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook as my fourth one. I see you agree with that one as well. Well, I didn't take Dalvin Cook. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, I can no. tell from the look on your face, man. Yeah, he's just been a little iffy uh, injury-wise. I, I see him also being worn down, too. He's a good back. Don't get me wrong. Solid he is. Uh, yeah, and the injury bug, uh, you know, it does hit him at least once a year or so. And he, and he 
maybe he's got only a few more years or a couple more years in him that good seasons in him before his body totally breaks down. But I still like the way he plays. Yeah, uh, He's a factor in the run game. He's a factor in the pass game. Uh, and he's another one who's out there a lot and, and, and carrying a lot when he's out there. Yeah. Uh, so the last two on mine, uh, so I didn't do the math well on that one at all, the rundown. I got <laughs> Najee Harris and I got Alvin Kamara. Uh, I know uh, it's obviously a homer pick a little bit, but as a rookie, he put up 1,200 yards behind a pretty terrible O-line and a almost useless Ben Roethlisberger. So you're pretty much putting a big uh, seven people in the box, maybe eight, not worried about it. And he still pulled off 1,200 yards, 74 receptions, number one of all RBs in the league, and it's his first year. So, Yeah, he was a, he was definitely a workhorse. and. Yeah. I expect probably pretty much the same out of him again this year. I, I did have him on my honorable mention list as well. Oh, same with Kamara too. So, oh, well, thank you, thank you for the honorable <laughs> mention. He says on my behalf. Uh, yeah, now Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. Just a three down back. You know, uh, he's went four seasons in a row with eighty receptions. A uh, little down last year. You know, no Drew Brees. Winston got hurt. Uh, he also had a foot injury. Uh, so I expect him to have a good year. Hopefully, with a full time quarterback there the whole time. Uh, and the way he runs, he gets hit and he still goes forward. He bounces like a like a ninja or something. You know? So, I'm gonna yeah, pick- great, great, uh, great receiver too out of the backfield as well. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see if asshole. he ends up getting gets uh, ends up uh, getting suspended at all this year. So it's a bit of an asshole, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. punch someone in an elevator. Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> idiot. Uh, let's move on to Brickhead. I can't wait to talk more NFL. This is getting better and better. Yeah. Training camps are uh, getting into full gear. Like we said, we got a game tomorrow. It's uh, Jacksonville yeah. versus the Raiders. We'll see how Trevor Lawrence does. He's going to take that next step, I think. I don't think any of those guys are playing. That's the thing. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. in this game, yeah, no Lawrence, no Carr, or probably no, no Devontae Adams, no, none of that stuff. So, Just let's see what you got. But it will be interesting to see out of those five QBs, the rookie QBs from last year in the first round, how they progress into the next step. In season number two, all of them are going to be starting this year for sure. So we'll yeah. see who takes the next step. Who's your brickhead, bro? Uh, you know what? I got to give it to uh, Stephen Ross, owner of the Miami Dolphins, for uh, for getting caught tampering um, and losing a first rounder next year and a third round selection, being fined one point five million dollars. So Stephen Ross gets my brickhead of the week. Clown. Trying to get uh, Tom Brady and Sean Payton, coach of the New Orleans Saints. Um, Without, I mean, Brady was still part of the Pats at the time when they first talked to him back in 2019. Yeah. They they talked to him again in 2021. Then they also tried to get Payton, but Payton had retired. It's not like he had got fired or his contract was up. So he's still under contract with New Orleans. They didn't bother checking in on that. So, um, so yeah, so they got dinged and, it's just another issue in that line of issues for Stephen Ross as owner of that uh, NFL Miami Dolphins team. It's also an issue in the incons- that's a stupidly inconsistent scale of punishment in the NFL. Like nothing for this whole losing on purpose. Come on, like none of that happened. Give me a break. Protect the owners at all costs. Whatever tampering. Here's a lesser lose draft picks. So what? Big deal. Like. And now they uh, let's let's talk about Watson a bit. Now they're looking to do this one year suspension because they disagree with an ar- arbitrator that they should have had in the first place. This is it's ridiculous. 
uh, the NFL. It's a, it's a joke administration wise. <laughs> Stupid. I I don't I don't understand why they went to this arbitrator in the first place with Deshaun Watson. Um, knowing full well, you know, this person could have gave any range of suspension, right? Yeah. And the only thing they were going to be happy with is if the ar- arbitrator said a year. Yeah. So now if they want a year, why didn't you just freaking put a year in the first place? They're, now they're going to come back, appeal it, and the appeal goes to Roger Goodell anyway. So Absolutely. <laughs> so it, does, it doesn't make sense. Just come out, give him the year, end it at that, yeah. you know, and, and let him go. So it's not oh, like the guy's going to. So Does Daniel Snyder thing still going on? And uh, Is he still on his yacht out in the ocean sea a... somewhere that he can't be subpoenaed Dude, yet? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love NFL football, but the rest of the stuff behind it is just ridiculous sometimes. It's a the owners of this league, they're, I don't know. I mean, you don't hear, I mean, yes, there's issues with NHL owners. You know, Daryl Cates there of the Edmonton Oilers. It's an old but, boys uh, club. It's an old boys club. But you don't hear too much about those guys compared to NFL owners. It's like they're always in the limelight, and not in a good way. And not in a good way. Yes, exactly. Idiots. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about good people. Shout out to uh, Kelsey Mitchell of Brandon, Manitoba, won the silver medal in the women's 500 meter cycling time trial in the UK at the Commonwealth Games. So, Manitoba medal. She also got like a gold medal in the in the in the Olympics. So yeah, shout out good. to her. Shout yeah. out to her. Who do you got to shout out? Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, Zach Kalaros and Dalton Schoen for winning a July top performers in the CFL. Uh, not much to say. Shout out to them. It, it was a wicked month for both of them. And, you know, it's still amazing what Dalton Schoen is doing in his first season here. But that's a true rookie right there. Yeah, for sure. And Zach Kalaros, man, being how long he's been in this league and. I don't know, man. He's watching him sometimes. It's like, wow. Even evading pressure half the time and yeah. getting away and still making throws. He's, it's been a wicked season so far. Stepping up in the pocket, move, throwing on the move. Yeah. He's getting yeah. better. He's getting exactly, better. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Benny, do you have anything to say to our friends? You know what? Just, uh, again, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, follow. Uh, keep uh, keep following us on social media to see what our uh, – our next contest will be for those tickets next week. And um, have a good week. And in the famous words of Gary Leinker, football is a simple game. 22 men chase a ball for 90 minutes. And in the end, the Germans win. Be kind. Oh, you like that one. Be safe. Help <laughs> <laughs> when they play Italy. Help each other out. <laughs> hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook. TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Benny Sports. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think.